Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. So I'm caught up with this video um, and with this podcast. If you're on Anchor or Spotify, I do want to tell you if you have not listened to part one of this conversation, this will be part two. So I will probably listen to that first to get the context. Again, this conversation is about if you're deciding to date a man with kids and my preferred target audience is targeting women who may not have kids similar to me um, and you're in a situation where you want to date a man with kids or you're considering it or that's who you've been approached by or whatnot. But I do believe you can find value in this conversation if you're a part of my audience, period. Um, but I do recommend listening to part one, but it inspired for me to continue this conversation because I know I try to fit so much <laughs> into, uh, like that 29 minutes. Uh, so I kind of wanted to continue and even just give it more context. Uh, I know I don't really seek to be understood as much as I want to understand and again, this podcast, the way that I structure my work is that it's called Wondering Whitley for a reason. These are things that I think about. These are things that I wonder. These are things that I journal about, I pray about, I ponder on <laughs> and, you know, I bring to this platform because if you don't have anybody to talk to or maybe, you know, it never really crossed your mind or maybe you just never knew how to articulate it in this way. Hopefully, um, you know, watching or listening to these type of episodes, these conversations may bring some clarity to some of the things that you think about or that has crossed your mind or that you may be stuck on or have pondered on before. And so that's really my only intention that you find the value in it that you need. And if you don't find value in it, hopefully you find a platform and a voice that you can really connect to. So um, the reason I think, again, this conversation is important, and I touched on this in part one, is because the partner that we choose that we're going to choose depending on what season of life you're in is one of the most important decisions I think from my perspective a person can make especially if you're talking about marriage or bringing kids into the world because when you think about it this person is going to be with you 24 7 you know just in your space in all aspects you're going to be sharing goals dreams you know children a household and just different seasons and changes of life and so you just want to make sure that who you choose you know life is itself can be challenging and hard enough like I don't think that statement needs a explanation it can be challenging and present its own difficulties that you didn't ask for that you saw coming it can do that on its own so to choose somebody that brings peace to me is important, that elevates peace, that elevates growth, and that lightens the load. Not looking for somebody who 
when they come into your life, it's more chaos, it's more confusion, it's unclear, it's drama. Like, why choose that if you don't have to have that? And I'm not just putting that on like this whole conversation of a man with kids is going to bring drama. I'm just making that declaration as to why I think this conversation is important because there's a reality that, you know, you may choose someone who has children. You may choose someone who's already been married before. You may end up with somebody and they be the perfect person for you. And they've already, you know, experienced things that you may not have. And that is a reality. And those stories and those love stories are out there. So this is not in an attempt to discourage you from that. Just more of me sharing my thoughts and the processes that I have went through and I continue to go through uh, just trying to find my flow and what I like and what I don't like. And I will say, as you go through your healing process and as you become more of a woman who owns all of her decisions, part of that is sifting through the beliefs and the things that you may have started basing your decisions on that may not be yours or that may not be true to who you are today and where you see yourself going. For example, speaking directly to this conversation. So I do have a biological dad. We reconnected um, in 2017 and we've been having a relationship since. And But I have a man that I call my dad as well, who's been around since I was like one or two years old. Him and my mom dated for a number of years, but to this day, he still treats me and my sister as if we're his own. He's who I spent Christmas with and his side of the family. Like they have literally been a part of our family since I can remember. And even when my mom and him didn't work out anymore, he continued to be present in our life. He continued to treat us as if we were his own kids that came out of his loins himself and we did not and so because of that I remember consciously thinking about this in undergrad and I really don't remember why I was thinking about this because I don't think I was real conscious about my dating choices or my dating life but I do remember having this thought one day that I don't know that I would x out men who have kids because what if you know, my dad did that to my mom because he never had kids of his own and he still doesn't. He never got married. Um, he I don't you know, he, he never did. And so he treated us as if we were his kids from his own, you know, sperm bank. <laughs> he treated us in that way and still does. So. I don't really know. I, I remember saying I don't want to count a man out who has kids because what if he would have did that to my mom who he didn't have kids, but my mom did. And while to me, that's still a thought is still a noble thought to think about and to consider. I remember probably in the last year and a half as I started thinking about these things, that thought coming back up. 
and me telling myself, well, Whitley, that's true, but that's not your story. You know, my mom had me, had me at 17. She had my sister at 14. She was a young mother. She moved here to Texas and then, um, she met who I call my dad, not my birth dad, but the guy I'm talking about, she met him when she was 19. He's about five to six years older. So he was about 24, 25 and she already had children. So that matured her as well. I'm pretty sure if my mom didn't have us as dependents, I don't know if she would have, you know, her and him would have been on the same level mentally or she would have had to mature in different ways as fast as she did. Um, I remember having a reflection on Mother's Day uh, about 2018 and thinking, man, I remember when my mom was the age that I was at the time when I was having this thought. And I said, I don't know if I would have, you know, made the sacrifices I know my mom had to make with us. And at the time I was living in New York and I just remember being grateful that, you know, my mom made certain sacrifices. She wasn't out. She wasn't one of those parents who was out still trying to have a hot girl summer, you know, and I'm not judging people who do, but she really sacrificed to put us first when she was a young mother who could have allowed her priorities to still try to run after her young womanhood because that's really what she was she was a child with children but she decided to do her best to like grow up because she made a decision that now made us dependence and made us the center of the choices she had to make which grew her up in her maturity and so I'm saying all of that to reference my own thought of okay he made that decision not having kids to date your mom, though she had kids, but you don't know his reasoning. You don't know his inspiration. You don't know if, you know, he never really wanted kids of his own, like to get a woman pregnant on his own. He may have wanted to find a woman who already had kids who he can pour into. And there are men out there like that, believe it or not, just like there are women. Um, I have a close girlfriend. She she just was contemplating lately because she dates a man who already has a child. And she, you know, had this thought of like, I know I said I want kids, but sometimes I think I like what we got going here. I like this man's child and the situation we have set up. And if we don't have any more kids, sometimes I feel like I'll be fine with that. And so those dynamics are out there, too. And so I just had to tell myself, Whitley, don't base the decision you'll make or not make on even, you know, your mother's and your dad's choices or, or their experiences because you don't know what drove that relationship together because that's not your story. You're, you weren't a teenage mom. You're not a mom right now. So the context in which you're choosing from is different, rightfully so. So though that was a good thought to think about, it's nothing that you should really base your decision off of. And again, I'm sharing that because that was a belief I had to tackle and really dissect to really allow myself to be free to make my own decision and not feel guilty for saying, 
well, I really don't prefer that. That's not my preference. Am I against it? No. But do I need to be making a decision saying, oh, yeah, I'll be open to her. Yeah, I should be open to it because if this man wasn't open to him, I wouldn't have had a present father. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm laughing about it because when I put it like that, it's like, well, that's silly because that's that lived in its own space that has its own context that brought it together and made it develop in the way that it did. And you don't have that same story. So it's to base who you date off of. This decision doesn't really make any sense. And so I'll invite you to do that same process. You know, whatever you're basing your choices off of, just make sure it's true to who you are today in your own experiences. Um, also, the next thing I touched on this in part one, but I talked about um, <laughs> the man, you know, a good man. Because if you're watching this, it goes without saying, I don't want to have to keep repeating it, but we're not entertaining men who got kids, but don't take care of his kids. And he has that option to do so, or who is disrespectful to the baby mom. Like, honestly, I can't tell you what to do, but that's not a type of man you want to entertain. Like, really, you know, if you're going to entertain a man who does have a past or a background, even been married before, you just want to make sure he he ain't got to be praising that woman. But again, just a basic level of respect because of her still bringing that seed into the world and him making the decision to lie with her, whether he expected to have a kid by her or not he made the decision to entertain her lay with her and lay with her unprotected um and we all know what comes from that and we've been knowing it since the second grade so you know nobody is exempt from those choices so of course you want a man who you can tell that he's present with what he's created in some way and for me, <laughs> going back to what I touched on in part one, I said, you know, I had this, I had to acknowledge that, of course, if I entertain that, I want a good man and a good man, he's going to take care of the responsibilities that he created before me. And if the, his baby mom doesn't have a man in her life yet, say she's behind on her rent or the lights about to get turned off or the car note or something messing up with the car, that good man, he going to put money on it. He going to take care of it. Um, because she's the, she's the main caretaker of his child. And I think that's a good thing. While at the same time, it's like, uh, I don't like that because I'm still a woman. I still know how we as women are wired. I also, um, it just, it just doesn't sit right with me because I think those are things you should either take care of on your own as just an individual, because those are basic needs. Like those are your basics of living house, car, you know, food, water, you know, those are like, those are your basics. 
So if you couldn't take care of your basics outside of a man, you really shouldn't have been on your back having a child. So to like deal with a man who laid with a woman and she hasn't gotten that together and now he has to continue that, that I've I've had to process that to myself. Like I wouldn't be okay with that. Not in this season of life. You can call it immature. You can call it what you want. But I think for me, it's just wisdom and it's information. Like that's not something that I want to fight him on. Cause also I think it's good that he does it. And that's the double, that's the, the double. And if you can't see me on Spotify, but in the video, like, you know, I'm kind of pulling at my own heart both ways because it's not a bad thing. It's something that that's necessary that I would want to see that that's a quality of a good man. He's not going to leave her hanging because he's doing it for the kid. And though I know that I can't help, but still see it as he's doing it for her period. Like that's just, that's just what it is. And I'm human and I have human emotions. And since I know that that is a huge problem for me, like that goes into my decision in this season that may be something that goes into my choice of why that's not something I really want to do um because I'm not there yet in my um in my own emotional capacity or wherewithal to to be able to be okay with that I'm not um I'm gonna need her to get her own man or you know we were to get married like hey they had a kid come live with us until she get her basics together because you doing basic things for her. No. Or if that child is old enough, send the money directly to that kid. But if they're not, if they're young, like pay her through the system, meaning go get on child support. Then I know y'all had this workout, but let it come out of your check directly to her and she do what it what she needs to. But you paying bills that she should be paying on her own. Or that her new man should be taken care of. Like, that's never going to be okay with me. <laughs> it's really not. And I know that about myself. And I've owned it. Now, if you're watching this video or listening to this, you may feel some way about me saying that. But I also, I'm saying it out loud. And I'm being real about it because that's a reality. And it wasn't until I accepted that, that I was even able to stand more on my decision of, okay, Whitley, this is why. You know, this probably ain't going to be for you unless it's in a different situation or a different context where that that situation ain't there. Or if you choose it, then that's not a that's not a thing. She already married off. She already got a man who's stable that, you know, they're going to be together like he, you know, child support. If he doing that is coming out the check like. Those are things there's going those are going to be things that already got to be set up if that's a if that's a situation I'm going to entertain. And that's just me. You may be different. Your tolerance may be different. Uh, what you need and desire may be different. But for me, that's a no go. And then there are women who overlook certain things. Um, if this man comes and he's a provider and he shows that he can take care of her needs and his child or children if he can come and pay bills if he can sweep her off her feet in that way it's just some things with me like the amount of money you have don't matter and you have to know that about yourself too like 
it ain't nothing you can buy me. It ain't nothing you can show me monetarily that'll make me overlook certain things or make me feel any more like, oh, okay, like this is something I want to do. <laughs> like it's it's just not. And again, I'm talking about this, not to shame, not to put down, but to really just bring the conversation forth. Like you have a right as a woman, and that's really the purpose of this conversation and as a single woman to make powerful decisions and not feel bad about it or not feel shame about it. And you also have the responsibility to be thoughtful about it and put your whole mind to the decision that could potentially affect your entire life and your happiness and your freedom and all of those things. Like I'm not, when I say baggage or anything like that, I'm not talking about a man who's bringing you drama because that's going back to we, there's a basic level type of man, anybody on this channel, we're entertaining. So that goes without saying, but when I say baggage or comes with stuff, it just means that, you know, even a man who doesn't have kids, he's going to come with stuff. He, you know, he's no better than a man with kids unless he proves himself to be like they're both on the same level. They're going to come with different things and you have to decide for yourself which one you want to take, because there may be a single man who has no kids, has never been married. And there may be a man who has a child or who has been married before or both. And this man is more attractive to you, not just for looks, but because now he's more stable. Now he, he has, he's moving with purpose. He treats you right. Like all of these things may be in place where the single man, he's single. Yeah. He ain't got no kids, but he ain't healed from his past ex. He still got mama and daddy issues that he ain't worked on in his single season. And when you meet this man, he's ready. And that happens all the time. So again, this video wasn't to pit one over the other. It was more so I wanted to use the context of dating a man with kids so that you can just be empowered to be thoughtful about any decision that you're making when you're going into dating and you're looking for something serious and you're looking for something that'll fit you that first you know yourself and you know how you're built you know you know what you want and you know what you need in this season of life because tomorrow's not promised cuz sometimes we like to look way in the future but then you do have some concept of okay can I build with this man but I always, to me, I'm starting to realize that I'd rather start in the present. Like, is this something I want now? Like you've heard me say a couple of times in this season, I've, I've realized it's to know for me because of the things that I've outlined. And that's important to know because it's like, while I can see in the future, it's also like that's, that day is not promised. And so if I had to make a decision based on who this man is today and what he comes with today, this season, I need, you know, I need what I need in this season. And then we can go forward. And again, I may make a video like this in a year or in a couple of months. And I may tell y'all something totally different. Like I'm, I met this man with a child and this, this, and that. So that may change. But today in this season, it's like the way that I evaluate it, 
I haven't seen where it worked. I haven't seen it where it worked because I've tried it. And these are the things that popped up. And these are the things I noticed about myself and about the situation. But it also gave me insight that if it's going to work, certain things got to be on their P's and Q's already. Like I'm not going to, I don't want to have to be the teacher in that situation. And that's good for you to know too, just in any context of a relationship, just even dealing with a single man with no kids. Do you want to have to, like, there are certain things you're going to have to teach him about loving you, but do you want to have to, you know, parent him or, or, or deal with certain things that you feel that, you know, he should have dealt with in his single season. And those are good things for you to know too. So that was really the premise of this conversation. Um, again, if part one and part two of this conversation was for you, it is for you and you'll know it. I can't tell you what to take away. I can't tell you what you need to understand. Again, these are things that I personally just think about in my own time. They're things that I ponder on because I want to be a woman who is making empowered decisions. And there are a lot of things that are out of our control in this world. But then there are things that are. And part of that is just making informed decisions as best we can, especially about our relationships what direction we're going to take, what habits we want to cultivate, who we want in and out of our life. Like those are things that we can put our hand on that we can control. And sometimes we just have to slow down long enough to really think things all the way through and say, okay, thinking about the life that I want, thinking about the life that I'm living now, what I've learned about myself, my makeup, the things that I want out of life. Is this something I need to connect myself to? Is this something I need to continue to entertain? Is this something worth making myself available to? And I already know it's not, you know, going to work out based on what I've learned about myself. Because what I've realized is doing that and you already know it's not going to work is like just wasting your time. And time is just not promised. So for me personally, I'm not in the running right now to waste time with people and waste time with men or women, anything that I know from get go based on what I want and what I need and what I've learned about myself. I already know it's not going to work, not because they're a bad person, not because they're not good or worthy, but because of what I've learned by myself, it just won't mesh. And there's really nothing you can really do to change that um, unless I change my beliefs or what I want around it. And yeah, that's what I have for y'all tonight <laughs> for part two. Again, I thank y'all for being patient. I'm happy that I caught up. So I did the Saturday, which is today. I did the Friday in the Thursday video that I missed both of those today as well. So you'll see those posted. This may be the one up top. So again, if you watch them backwards or forwards, that'll be up to you. But again, with this podcast, with this channel, my intent is to 
just bring conversations that I think about with myself. Um, I don't know if any of y'all watch the show Insecure, but that's one of the one shows that I actually sit up and watch. I don't watch a lot of whole TV. And I I like the concept of the her Issa talking to herself in the mirror because that's how I talk to myself a lot. Like just my inner thoughts. And I entertain them if they're worth entertaining. So really this conversation I'm having with y'all is literally a conversation I'll have with myself back and forth as if I'm sitting up talking to Oprah or talking to my homegirl. These are things that I ponder so that when I'm met with having to make a decision, at least I've thought it through or put it out on paper or kind of sifted through how I really feel about it. And as women, sometimes we're not, we don't give ourselves that space to really own our voice and own what we want and own who we are um, out of fear that it won't be accepted or people think we're bougie or acting funny or think we're better than when it's just like, no, I have a right to just know who I am and know what's for me and know what's not. So I love y'all so much and I will see you on the next one.